Welcome to episode 3 of the Transforma tu Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about how the words advice, furniture, accommodation and news are often used incorrectly, how the words some and peace can help solve this problem, and why English teachers have a problem with question tags. This podcast is aimed at helping you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So, without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi there, Alistair. Today Hi. we're going to be talking a little bit about common mistakes and in particular one of the issues that is something that should be highlighted to Spanish speakers when they're, when they're trying to speak English and the issue is the whole idea of countable or uncountable, right? Mm -hmm. And most of the time, of course, when we think of that particular issue, we think of much and many. But today we're actually going to be talking about specific common mistakes that often actually originate from the L1, as in so the first language, okay, which is obviously Spanish in this case, and often then taken across to English. So yeah. let's have a let's have a think about that and think about which kind of mistakes we often hear from our clients. Yeah. Well the the problem is you've got some very common nouns people use all the time that in English for some reason are uncountable. I don't know why. And in Spanish and I imagine other many other languages, perhaps Latin based languages, I can imagine French, Italian, Portuguese is probably the same, mm. are countable. And it seems logical that they're countable. For example, furniture. Yeah. So I think to a Spanish speaker is like, of course you can count your furniture. No, they say muebles. No, yeah. tengo un mueble. I have, I have a furniture, or tengo dos muebles. I have two furnitures. That's right. So it seems logical that it's an object, a noun that you can count, but in English you can't. This That's is right. the weird thing. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. And so we often hear that furnitures, don't we? we furnitures. Yes. Yeah. Our furniture. Uh, furniture that's right so it's kind of but it that, that sounds kind of really awful in english, in right? english it does sound very strange sounds furniture. very strange yeah so i mean the basic way that we would actually say that correctly is that we would basically just say i have so, a lot of furniture or, or some furniture some right? furniture yeah so it's typical with uncountable nouns in english we tend to you don't have to you could just say the word furniture. I have furniture, but that sounds slightly strange as well. It does. I think. Yeah. It's so we tend to use the word some with uncountable nouns. So I have some furniture. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah, it's interesting though that we we tend to think of these words in a different way. So to us as English native speakers, the concept of furniture is is all the items of furniture you have, your chairs, tables, beds, etc. Yeah. is furniture is all of them together as a as a concept no as a thing. that's right that's right and and we would like if we really wanted to separate them out then probably we would use the word piece right a piece of furniture yeah how many pieces of furniture do you yeah. have in that oh, room, i have a nice for new piece of furniture i've just bought 
That's right. So if you do want or need to count it, to make it countable, the, a very useful word, peace, that you can That's use right. with. Not every uncountable noun. There are some exceptions, like accommodation, another one that is a common word that in Spanish is alojamientos, is countable, un alojamiento. Right. Yeah. And in English, accommodation, you can't say a an accommodation mm-hmm. or accommodations, but you can't say a piece of accommodation because obviously exactly. it doesn't make sense. Accommodation yeah. is a hotel, for example, a piece of a hotel. What's that? Exactly. <laughs> Part of the building. So it doesn't exactly. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you would probably say what types of comma, what, what different types of accommodation are there in Madrid? So, well, we have bed yeah. and breakfast, hotels, motels, apartments. So if you wanted to, I, to make it countable or to itemize it, you would say type. But with type, the other yeah. words like furniture, pieces, a very useful word. Exactly. Yes. And I mean, yeah, the, that is kind of like the outlier in, in this in this particular situation, right? You'd, you'd have to remember that specifically. What type of accommodation is available, for example? Yeah, it's or, available. You know, especially if you were kind of asking, maybe if you were going to rent a, a house or if you were mm. going to move to a new city and you were speaking with the, you know, with the person who is helping you to find that type yeah. of accommodation, you would say well, the tourist office, perhaps. Yeah, if you're a yeah. What type of accommodation is available? You know. Yeah. Exactly. So that there's kind of like key little words that sometimes can be so important in terms of making uh, a sentence sound correct or not right and and in that particular case is is just the difference between a piece or type however there are other obviously other key key Mm. words that we're going to talk about where actually a piece of uh, a particular thing is actually correct and it's similar to furniture right and so yeah. one of those would be the the very very famous and very commonly um used advice right so the whole yeah, idea a of is a classic for <laughs> we, for us as sort of educators of yes. uh, uh, english. english teachers living yeah. in spain yeah this is just you so hear common, many times right? no uh, an advice i'll give you an advice that's right or uh, advices in plural yes advices yes. and um, in english you can't say that so it's uncountable which again seems strange probably from a spanish speaker's point of view mm. so well obviously when you say i think in english again we think of it as a concept a totality so you'd say when you give somebody advice i'll give you some advice yeah and then you say i think you should do this this and this mm. but the fact that you say three pieces of advice again so you can mm. use piece you can we don't really think of it like this like Everything you say to that person, it could be one item or piece of advice or te- or ten. Everything you say to them is advice. That's right. So we think <laughs> of it right. as a conjunto, as they say in Spanish. No? Yes, exactly. Exactly yeah. right. Hi there, just a very quick interruption. Hopefully you're able to understand everything in this episode, but if you need a little extra help, then you can download the transcript totally free and read along as we speak. If you're interested, just go to the show notes and find the link. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, and uh, it's it's just uh, so so natural for Spanish speakers, right, to say advices. It's just very yeah. very. Uh, or te doy un consejo, no? I'll give you yeah. an advice, but an you advice, say, I'll give you yes. some advice. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and sometimes we actually count it, but not the word. So you'd say, "I'll give you some advice." Okay, one, do the number two. Number three, <laughs> yeah. you sometimes do actually itemize individually each piece of advice. That's right. But we you don't do. say 
but we don't say that advice no, no 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 so mm. yeah it's uh, it's quite different in that way right and yeah, the it's way just we think of it is different. yeah and, I, and it's one of those things that you just have to keep at the back of your mind and just kind of try to re- to remember it as best you can yeah. the problem the problem is is that often it comes back just naturally i don't know whether you found that with your clients is you kind of like you might remind them once oh, or yeah. twice Every and it just it, it just comes it's always that l1 that comes comes back it's that structure that they yeah. have in their heads in terms of the spanish construction of that phrase in particular yeah so the key thing here to take away is the idea of some advice or a piece of advice or yeah. three pieces of advice if you want to really yeah but, uh, we don't say that very often it's no true. we don't you just don't. you say i'll give you some advice and then you speak that's right and you tell them what you think they should do yeah. and whether that's two or three different things or one thing is irrelevant to us really you just right everything you say is advice yes i mean you don't the only- think of it as separate Yes. The the only context in which I would maybe separate it out and say pieces of advice, let's say, is maybe when I'm reporting those pieces of advice to someone else. So like, Mm, for example, like somebody, you know, somebody who you've met, I don't know, a few years ago who gave you uh, some great advice and you're trying to report that to somebody else. And then you might say "Uh, this, this director, he gave me three great pieces of advice. Yeah, Really useful pieces of advice. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, I suppose when you're retelling a story, someone's giving you has given you yeah. some good advice, you might say, yeah, somebody gave me a really great piece of advice when I was, I don't know, a student or starting right. my job or, uh, right. or three really superb pieces of advice. And then you that's would right. name each, each one. Exactly. So occasionally you do need to yeah, itemize or individualize. Especially, yeah. you have to use the word peace. Exactly, exactly. And I would say, and especially if you're kind of uh, in sort of a presentation sort of situation or, you know, trying to do some sort of storytelling where you're kind of trying to get these pieces of advice across to an audience, then yeah. maybe then maybe you would want to sort of itemize like that yeah, because then the, then people might remember it to remember more, them more clearly right rather than just say some advice but if you are giving the advice directly to someone then you say oh i'll give you some advice i think you yeah. know i can give you some advice about that but then you wouldn't yeah. itemize it in that no, way when you're speaking it wouldn't be to necessary them. yeah but it's certainly true. in a presentation in, in a conversational way yeah you just say hey i'll give you some advice why don't you do this and that but if you're actually presenting, as you say, if you're giving a presentation to an audience with a flip chart where you're actually, okay, three important pieces of advice mm. about, I don't know, whatever the subject is. Now you might write them one, two, three. That's right. Because they need to remember them as individual pieces of advice. That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I hadn't, that's a, that's a good, a good way of thinking about it. Yeah. But just talking in normal conversation to a friend, family member, yeah. say, Hey, let me give you some advice or I'll give you some advice. So when you're offering advice to a person, you wouldn't usually itemize it and say, I'll give you three pieces of advice. Often you haven't thought about it enough to know how That's many right. yeah. you're going to give exactly. before, in advance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a slight ch- a slight difference there, depending on the formality, I suppose, of the whole situation. And yeah, if you, and the reason. Of yeah, and- yeah. And if you have to kind of transmit a message, then yeah. then potentially it could be that you want to separate them out, and then it would be three pieces of advice that I could yeah. give you this morning, or three pieces of advice that you can take away with you today. You know, from like this that. podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> from this particular podcast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. so that so that word piece is very useful because you do need to. 
um, make these uncountable nouns countable for for a reason and sometimes you need to then you have the word piece or accommodation type which is the exception you could say yeah 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 so it's a very easy mistake to make as a spanish speaker it is because obviously you're thinking in your head you know un consejo un that's mueble right. that's dos right muebles. that's right exactly right and so another really difficult yeah. one that students struggle with is news that's right Exactly. It's a slightly strange one because it's got an S. So yes. it looks like a plural. People yep. think of it as noticias. That's in right. Spanish is plural, ending in S. And news sounds like, oh, it's the same. No, it's noticias. That's right. So if I want to say una noticia, all I have to do is remove the S and I have the singular. So my students, many, many times they say, oh, I have a new That's right. for you. That's una, right. Una noticia. And you say, no, a new a new what? A new car? A new house? Because new is exactly. a different word. That's right. Nuevo That's right. It's an adjective. It's an adjective. It can only really be used as an adjective. So, so yes, it's a kind of strange one, right? But it's a kind of uh, it's a, a strange word, really. A logical thing for for any Spanish speaker to do, right? A completely exactly. logical thing for them to do. They're thinking of noticias. Okay, is news, and then noticia. Well, it's obviously it has to be a new. <laughs> it's kind of a like new. absolute sort of logical one plus two. Exactly. You know, is, or sometimes they say a news, so they don't make the mistake of taking away the s. Right, but they exactly. still make a mistake because news exactly. is uncountable, yeah. so you yeah. cannot say a news. So neither neither a new nor a news, both are incorrect. Both are incorrect, and, and yeah, you hear them right. all the time, uh, understandably. Yeah, yeah. translating and from Spanish, so it's quite a difficult word to use. It is, um, it is, and but this is where the rule that we were talking about before comes into play again, right? Because mm. we can use a piece right yeah a piece again. of news although we were talking about earlier just before we got onto the podcast was was that we kind of often don't actually as native speakers say that very much no, right no maybe it's difficult for us also so we avoid it that's right yeah because <laughs> like, it's it, a slightly strange word it, is it a looks bit like a plural but it isn't yeah it's kind of cumbersome right to, to say cumbersome good word cumbersome. yeah <laughs> it's like um you know that if you if i was speaking to a friend it was unlikely that i would say I heard a piece of news yesterday about mm. the issue, whatever, you know, mm. it's, it's possible. It's, it's certainly not grammatically incorrect as far as I'm aware. No, um, we don't and, tend to say but we it, don't do we? tend to use it, do we? No. You'd say I've got some good news and bad news. That's a common expression. Yeah. Which do you prefer? Which do you want first, the good news or the bad news? Yeah. That's, that's, that's like that's a set phrase that we yeah. use, no? Uh, yeah. But you don't really say, yes, I, I'll give you a piece of news or I heard two pieces of news. No. So what do we, how do we avoid using the word news? I think I think we mm. kind of you, you you were kind of were talking about this before as well, right? And mm. the whole idea of potentially we we use other words sim simple yeah. as that, right? And we talk we about maybe it. yeah, basically, and we would say I heard a report yesterday, or I heard uh, something on the radio. Even being a, kind of a little bit more general, not even saying that it's that it was particularly something related to the news, you know? Yeah. So or uh, I read a report about something, a news story. Ah, you can use news as an adjective strangely so perhaps we use it as much or more so a new i read a news report a news item true because yeah. item is countable so you can have two news items two news stories reports yeah or we just say item report story i heard a story i read a story in the newspaper about something exactly so we tend yeah. to you know, avoid and the news perhaps most commonly is used as the program that gives you the news 
<laughs> yes, that's so right. You'd say, you know, like the yeah. telediario on the yeah, in Spanish on the television. Yeah, yeah. that's so definitely. Say, oh, I was listening yeah. to the news on the radio. I was watching the news, or I yeah. heard this story on the news. That's right. Yes, we tend to use it in that way, probably Absolutely. more often than more often. Noticia. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's, yeah, if you if you had to kind of create the translation, you would say Telediario would be basically the yeah. idea of that's the news, you know, I was yeah, watching the news. The news. That's right. It's, yeah, it's the place you receive your news. So you say, well, I was listening to the news this morning on the radio and I heard, and then you say what you've heard, or you say there was a great report about uh, the war in Ukraine or whatever the current situation is or pandemic. Mm. Mm. But we don't, we'd almost never say, I was listening to the news and I heard a piece of news about Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, that's too. You'd never say that. No? That's too complex. Yeah, and it's, it's also repeating and, the word news as well. And so you're repeating kind of, the word news. So yeah. to avoid that, we just wouldn't say anything at all. Just say, I was listening to the news this morning in the car on the way to work, yeah. and I heard, and then you just say what you heard. That's right. Or there was a really interesting report from this place about something, or uh, there was a great story about the current situation in Ukraine. Yeah. So we just don't use really news in that way, no? Yes. And so in, in that way, kind of the type of advice that we could give here, oh, it's a type of advice that I've just used type there, of, uh, <laughs> is that maybe we just have to be careful with that word, right? News, because mm. uh, most of the time it's more connected to the whole idea of just the program, right? And if you are, <laughs> if you are going to use it, then just be careful that uh, you're kind of aware that it's not commonly used like that. And maybe you should be looking for an alternative. Trying to use, yeah, widen your vocabulary and use That's right. like story, Report. news item. Yeah. You can use news in that sense, a news item. A news item. And then you're using say, yes. it like an adjective. Yeah. A report, etc. Yeah. But you're not, but a piece of news or except the expression you say, I have some news for you, or I have some good news and some bad news. Bad news, That's yeah. common. That is common, yeah. But apart from that, yeah, we don't use it in that way so much. That's right. There's a That's difficult right. one, news. It's uh, always, my students are always having problems with with that word and how, using it correctly. In fact, I can't, yeah. I can't actually think of many students who have ever used the word well or correctly. That's right. Even That's people right. at high levels. Yes, yes, yeah. It does. It doesn't seem to have a relationship between, in terms of the level of the particular no, um, client, level, for example. Yeah. It can be, you know, somebody with a C one, or it can be somebody with uh, an A two. You know, I mean, uh, it, it doesn't really matter. And to if somebody actually got that right, you know, it kind of you'd be like, uh, oh wow, you'd be quite surprised, wouldn't you? You'd yeah, be quite surprised. Like, finally, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, Somebody yeah. who can use the word news, because, yeah, it's difficult. It is I, I would difficult. say in general, these words we're talking about, even higher level students, uh, often or sometimes or occasionally, will make these same mistakes about our furniture and advice. Yeah. Because it is quite difficult to uh, change the chip, which yes. is an expression we, we also <laughs> came across when we were preparing this. Yeah. That we're not sure if native speakers actually use that expression i i if i had to bet uh then i would say probably not i think it's probably just that because we've we've been living here in spain for such so a long, long time and that we you know know that expression of cambiar el chip uh, and we kind of we we, we kind of have to do it the other way around right so it's yeah. like we're so used to these spanish expressions that we take them over to english yeah you know? i'm spanglish no yeah basically as they call it yeah sometimes yeah. i really doubt because my students will say do you say that in English I'm like I'm not sure I don't know <laughs> yeah. I think do we I don't know I haven't lived in England yeah. for 25 years yeah uh 
And yes, yeah, sometimes you have doubts that you're using expressions from Spanish in English, and then you get so used to them, you you can't even remember if that is. Do you say that in English? Would that's an English right. speaker say that? Exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> they're just you, convenient for us to use. That's right. They are. They are. There are Here, some expressions. Yeah, Spain. absolutely, absolutely. There are some expressions in Spanish that you kind of say, "Wow, I wish I could have that in English." Yeah, that's, that's great. Super useful. <laughs> super useful. And the the thing that I've noticed is that often I have to kind of go back to the UK to kind of refresh yeah, re- that kind of <laughs> refresh your yeah. English. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's I'll tell you a, an interesting one. I noticed that people living in English speakers living in Spain a lot, or a Spanish speaking country, I only know in Spain for a long time. The first thing you, one of the first things you lose from your English vocabulary is mm-hmm. question tags. Oh, yes, of course. Absolutely. So you end up very quickly in a few months or I don't know, years per, saying no. Yeah, of course. So you, you stop yeah. saying, isn't it? Aren't they? Doesn't it? Does he? Aren't It's too complicated. <laughs> it is complicated, yeah. It's much it easier in Spanish. So I find myself in England speaking and I'll say, Did I? no? And they're like, people <laughs> look at you like, you've lived in Spain too long. Like, or they just think that you're just strange. I mean, basically. yeah, strange. Or they don't say anything because <laughs> they because they, they probably don't have that knowledge necessarily that, to you know, know why like, you're saying that. why you're saying it like that, right? But it's and, it is one of the first things that that, yeah. that goes. It's definitely you're right there. It was just yeah, one it just of the goes first out the window. Yeah, you for, absolutely. So I oh, forget that it's far too complicated. Just say no yeah. at the end. Brilliant, <laughs> fantastic. It's, it's just the intonation. More comfortable. Of course, is the intonation. No? Of course, the intonation is super important on that. No, yeah. you know, it's no? like really, <laughs> you like that? No, no. Yeah, exactly. It sounds so. Uh, so yeah, I, I notice when I go back to England, or I did when I first used to go back to England, that the people saying um, using question tags now. Yeah. Uh, no, see, I've just done it then. I said no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and they're all like, doesn't he? Isn't he? And it, I'd actually, I noticed it thinking, oh, yes, they, how strange because I stopped using them. No? Yeah, yeah. No, I've done it again. Look, you see, so it becomes a bad <laughs> habit. So That's we pick right. up a lot of bad habits. <laughs> we do in English we do. living here. We do for so long, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, great. Oh, well, that was super, super. I mean, I found it very interesting. Definitely, that whole idea of those three key p- uh, pieces of advice, let's say, related to those particular sort of uncountable, countable. Not so much much and many, which is the what we what was often talked about, right? In terms mm. of countable and uncountable, but these particular common mistakes that are so so very very connected to the yeah. whole idea of the the l1 interference session yeah although the how much how many obviously is also important so of if course. you want to ask you know cuantos muebles tienes you would say not how how many furnitures typical mm. mistake mm-hmm. you'd say you know how much furniture and you could that's answer right. a lot a little that's right and then again if people say no exactly i want to know the exact number and then you would have to say well okay i have 27 pieces of furniture in my house yeah or another way you can avoid if you want to make this to make it countable you can just itemize the furniture into the different types of furniture which is often what we would do no because they are countable so you can say well i have four beds six tables seven chairs etc and all of those words are countable yeah Uh, so then you can get around that problem of course, yes, you can. Way, you can, you can, absolutely, absolutely. Fantastic, Alistair. So uh, thank you very much for, for your time. Really, really great. I certainly enjoyed it. So thank you very much. And uh, we'll basically meet again next week for our next okay. session. Okay. Look forward to it. All right. See you then. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.